welcome back to the Soma Soulworks podcast. Today in the quote studio, which is now James's place, um, we've got Brandon, we've got Mark, we've got Neil, and this is Chris, and of course we've got James on on the microphones. So, fellas, here's here's what the news was and why we're doing kind of an emergency podcast. I mean, um, the other day, I want to say this was Wednesday, so this is actually a week ago today when we're recording this. Um, Netflix announced that they were picking up the Redwall IP, all of it in order to make uh, at least one TV show and a movie. So without kind of seeing the conversation, I'm curious to hear your responses for what that means for the property, what that means for us, but like just thoughts, like everything's on the table, respond to it. That's where we're starting. Disappointed. Oh, I, I really wanted it to be the History Channel. Oh, the History Channel. Because <laughs> this right. book has been around forever. It's been around forever. <laughs> and it just makes more, it makes more sense, right? I hadn't thought about that, yeah. <laughs> No, Netflix, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty awesome. I mean, you, it, the news when, when I heard it was surreal. You know, and surreal. It's just, it, it was, because it's just like we've, you know, we've been so head down, in a sense, on this project for, for years, you know. No kidding. Initially. And, you know, with the hope that one day we'll manifest into something grand, something great. But even that was still, you know, at somewhat of a modest scale. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. to to have something like this that we knew that the IP was getting acquired, we just didn't know by who, um, and we knew it was going to be significant. You know, a lot of the rumblings were were kind of pointing that direction. But Netflix, I would have right. never, I, I I would have never guessed that. And so I'm still, I'm still kind of reeling about that in a sense, in a good way. Just like what what does that mean? So this is actually a good this is actually a good topic to get some opinions on. It's a huge, yeah. May I let me say like from a historical point of view, we got we got involved with Redwall first in 2011. So that was just before Brian Jakes passed away. And just to kind of rush forward, you know, through through his passing and, and different kind of contracts and everything else, we've been basically attached to this project for that long. It's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we really kind of only started building the games. Um, in earnest, I want to say 2014 ish was like, before that was a lot of like someday when the contract figures it out, like mm-hmm. we'll, we'll do something. Um, I can't remember exactly when it was, but, but then we've been in earnest for like seven years. Um, and if I'm totally candid when it landed in our laps and it did land in our laps, we didn't go looking for it. We were totally unprepared. We were in way over our head. Um, I think you, you make the most of it, right? You're like, here's this opportunity. We have to make the most of it. But I would say really up until the last year, year and a half, the team was still just trying to like catch up. We're like, how do we handle this thing? Mm-hmm. And it was probably a blessing in disguise, right? That, that uh, frankly, whoever, Disney, Netflix, someone like that, that they didn't make a movie because we'd have just been left in the dust. Um, and so that's, uh, for me, the, the timing of this really couldn't have been better just for my own selfish reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's really funny because I'm thinking about this, the timeline, you know, you're talking about years of... Soma Gaines being head down in this IP. And it's it's become almost to some degree a, a culture of the studio. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it is literally in the conversations every day. I mean, our whole to be quite honest, I was I was looking forward to us landing the plane on act three and getting <laughs> that done and done so we could kind of change the you know, the studio around a little bit and yeah. and and redress some of the walls. Right. <laughs> with, right. With something other than red wall, you know, uh, content and, and different things of that nature, beautiful as it is. But you know, there was always a worry. It's like, is the team tired? You know, are they? Are they or at least burned? tired of Redwall? Yeah, are they getting mm-hmm. exactly? That's the context I'm talking about. 
And then all of a sudden to get kind of the wind in the sails with Netflix and kind of the emer- the reemergence of now yeah. this potentially getting out to a uh, massive audience, more mainstream as it were, and kind of breaking out of this niche, I, I feel like reinvigorated again. So, but but in a positive way. Like, so I'm, I'm Absolutely. guessing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, something I would also say is I didn't, the truth is like when it first came to me, I didn't know what Redwall was. I hadn't heard of it. Or if I had, just kind of passingly. But in the last several years, like I've really come to love this world. Uh, and we've done so much reading, so much research, so much like just invested so much emotionally in it. It's cool to see it get the treatment. I mean, I guess we don't know yet for the product, but maybe at least the potential for the treatment that really does it justice. Um, it's such a fantastic group of fans and stories. And it, I, it fits so well with my personal ethos. I, I'm giddy, frankly, like regardless of what happens with the games, just that someone could take this really to the big screen and do it really well. I'm, I'm just so excited about that. And that goes goes as well to not just Netflix, but the the main writer and guy who got pulled from um, his background with uh, Adventure Time and Over the Garden Wall. Like he's got really good writing chops. So we're like, ooh! So they already have something planned, a team being pulled together that can pull off hopefully something that's just great. And then it's it's going to be a big franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Regardless of like, let, let's just not talk about gaming for a second. What would you want to see? What would you hope for just in in a show or a movie? Like like Dream, what would it look like? What would you hope for? Like would you want kind of Peter Jackson photorealistic CGI? Would you want more Pixar? Like what, what, would, you, what would fire you up? I don't, I don't think, I think realism is like not a direction I would go. I, I, every time I see Redwall, it feels very stylized. Um, it was funny, like when the news came out, I deliberately did not tell anyone about it. Just, I, I kind of did my own experiment. I wanted to see. And these people started hitting me up, like from all over the place, like, hey, I saw Redwall on Twitter, or hey, I saw, like, they just came to me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it made me realize how many people like this IP outside of the gaming context. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, we're only in a small pool of what this represents. And, like, that's cool to me. Yeah, like, it's way past where we're at. Yeah, that's a really good point, Brandon. Because I, because of the context that I was brought in with Redwall, because I I never read the books, I came straight into the gaming side of it, you know. And so to to again kind of be pulled back up to the thirty thousand foot view and see the influence of this license of this title of these stories and this narrative and these characters, it's like oh, and that's what I meant by reinvigorating. Yeah, in a mm-hmm. sense, it's just like wow, I just I got a whole new appreciation for that. We so. just um we we uh, we just did a quick video last week, kind of like first off, right off the cuff, right, and uh in that not like it's gone viral or something, but the some hundreds of people have picked it up since then because I don't think many people have responded to this, and it's interesting even there we've got people saying. Wait, there's a Red Bull game? Mm-hmm. So they're like on our channel, <laughs> us talking about it, and they've never, still don't know about the game, but they know the books. They know them. They're, they're excited about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually really both sobering and fantastic at the same time. <laughs> and that's one of the biggest pieces I keep realizing after following this news for a week. There's this sleeping giant of an audience. Yeah. Because it's because the books were around and kind of mostly the the nineties was the majority of the books. And then that kind of got quieter, but they're really solid fans. Mm-hmm. They're they're very much a solid fan base, but the masses haven't been around it because it's been, you know, now 20, 25 years. 
So like they're picking this up, especially nerd culture is like, wait, 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 what's Redwall? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, this is kind of cool. And then they start getting into it, like, oh, this is going to go real big. Yeah. And I love that you have these communities that are sort of a derivative of one another, right? So you've got the guys who are the mouse guard fans and the guys mm-hmm. who are the Armello fans or, and not that they're the same, but there's, they have this sort of like anthropomorphic animal jam going on. And then they start doing Kung Fu wars where it's like, my, my Kung Fu's better than your Kung Fu. And that's such a good sign for me, like to have the, the mouse guard people kind of like combative about Red Ball and like, well, if they're going to do that, maybe they'll, maybe they'll bring the mouse guard movie back to life. And so I saw that on, online the other day. So that just tells me that community is like vibrant and 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 super excited. I, that's really fun. The other thing that fits well with Netflix is the episodic content. Like that's that to me fits really well the Red Wall. Just all the different like like you'd referenced all the subgroups, but all the different styles of books. I just think this this media can leverage the episodic. Uh, delivery system that Netflix does like really well. Yeah, uh, I know they're going to do another full motion thing, but like, I th- I feel like the episodic way is will really serve this fan base, um, especially now like where we live, where everyone binges everything. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, I just think it's I think it's cool what they <laughs> what they're doing there. And you have twenty two books to pull from. Yeah, it's they got a bit of content. Yeah, they got a fair bit. It'll of be content. interesting to Plus see all what of they our choose. content. Now, mm-hmm. Come on, that's right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fascinating in hindsight to realize, like, like uh, what did we do the year in review last year? Like, we wrote three hundred thousand words of new Redwall content last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, like, like we've been a machine. And mm-hmm. you know, what's funny is still, like, here we are, uh, middle of February. Most people still don't know all the content that we've made in the last eighteen months, just because we're kind of just barely leaking the the, the marketing. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton to come, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's that's. I'd be curious to see where all that goes. Okay, fantasy football time. Um, think about casting Redwall. Oh, Just yeah. like this is a kind of a perennial game you play. Who would you cast in different pieces of Redwall? And so we're talking you, voices, or like if this is more of a animation, is it voices? Or let's say voices because we don't know live action. Like people in puppet suits? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Because if it's, if it's Let's like... Let's stay animation. I don't want to go down that road. Well, or it's all Andy Circus. Like, if he did, like, gollum oh him gosh. up every time for every character, maybe the, that's The whole option. crew that made The Lion King. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Done. No. Okay, so we've got we've got Matthias, right? So the, the lead character. Oh, you've got man. people like Basil Staghair. Um, you've got Constance, Captain Snow, Gingivere. Obviously, you've got Cornflower. You've got... Uh, uh, I would have loved uh, Sean Connery for Captain Snow. Oh, would that, that be fantastic? That would have been, been so good. Although with AI, is that you look like a tasty mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Someone brought up Elijah Wood for Matthias, and I would just love that. Oh, I would love fun. that. That's like perfect. Yeah. <laughs> is it too cliche to say Patrick Stewart? No. No. He, he no. can go in there somewhere, but Matthias maybe. I don't know. It's well, just, he too. Matthias is a youngster. Oh, sure. that's true. Um, but you can put him as a Methuselah yeah, or, yeah, as a, Methuselah or as a Captain Snow. Captain Snow. Right. I would love, uh, is it, I'm thinking Loki, Tom Higgleston, what's his last name? Oh, yeah. I think Loki would actually make a great Gingivere. Mm. Um, and so he's, he's just got that kind of voice <laughs> yeah. that he can get just a little bit smarmy, but also like you kind of like him, not sure. I love that. He could be perfect for that. Mm. Any other, any, what about female characters? You've got Cornflower, who's the kind of the love interest girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, Constance is the big badger mom. I want Judy Demery for Constance. Oh gosh. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking, right? Set wow. that bar up. <laughs> yeah. God, just even talking about this, there are so many characters. 
There's yeah. so many characters. It, it's, it's making my head spin. Yeah. I'm having a hard time just like stopping the whirlwind just to grab a Just character. to think about it. Yeah. So I've been thinking about this all week. I've been like throwing up ideas. I want Antonio Banderas for Clooney. <laughs> think that kind of like, I have a foreign accent, but I'm not sure what to do with an accent. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I mean, there's so many yeah. characters that we could cast VO for. I mean, even Bobcat Goldblade could probably have a character. <laughs> you know? I mean, jeez. <laughs> I don't know, Drew. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> if you have like the main... The main book, right, the Red Wall, and you start there for story-wise, that's their movie, and they, they go into other stuff later. And then you can have, like, a crap ton of, of cameos, though. Oh, yeah. All mm-hmm. these cool, fun rats that are just going along with Antonio, right? And mm-hmm. just, they're giving off these few lines, and it's just, you well, can it, have the greats just come out with that. Wasn't it Simpsons that's kind of started that? Yeah. yeah, they'd throw in a cameo here and there, yeah. and then you'd have to wait for the credits and be like, "No way, that was so was that, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh my gosh, that was what? Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the problems that Redwall will, like Netflix, will have is because, and I see this every time we post something, everyone has their own interpretation in their imagination of what Redwall is. Yeah. Like every character is different. Like every place is different. Like. Because I see people say, oh, that they nailed it. And then I see someone else is like, no, that's not how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's no consistency with yeah. this. Because they yeah. all read it as kids. Yeah. 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 It's your memory. Yeah. Your memory is totally different. So, yeah, I, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you just kind of just, here's what our version of it is, right? Yeah. Like, deal. God, that totally reminds me of this, of us, of when I went back to where I grew up in my childhood, um, back to the house, like, years like 20 years later and i remember a park that i used to go to right down the street and i remember as a little kid just how big the slide was and how tall the swings were yeah. and everything and i get there all those years later i'm like this is janky you know yeah. i mean it's just like <laughs> Cheap this, ass this isn't very big and, and whatever so it's just it's all perception yeah mm. so one of the one of the wish things that that i that I wanted to answer was the fact that I would love it if Netflix would consult with us. Oh man. Because we have so much visual content that we've had to make from scrap um, of what little reference was out there other than just narrative. You know, I mean, I've, I've tried to do, you know, and I've done quite a bit of research visually on Redwall and it's all over the map, <laughs> but it's, it's still very dated. Um, yeah. You know, as it were, it's just, you know, it's mainly just book covers and, you know, fan art, but nothing that you would say is um, official. Right. I think that we're as close to what you would might consider official Redwall, you know, um, visuals. And so it'd be very interesting to see if Netflix and their research and the mm. teams that they assign to start diving deep into this. I mean, who knows where they're at in production? Like, yeah, they're probably a... not even in pre-production yet. I mean, just having acquired it, they're probably like in the same phase we started out with, where they're doing a lot of like concepting mm-hmm. and storyboarding and like research. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, we're we're the subject matter experts in this IP. Like, it would mm-hmm. be nice, but who knows? Who knows? Like. It, I mean, from my knowledge, you know, we, we are kind of the, we're kind of the current Redwall, you know, We are like the, the working experts, yeah. At, yeah. at this point, at you this know, point. current day. And I um, think the fans would agree with that. Like, I don't think that would be a surprise. They, they would say like, for, for whatever works, like we're the only people making new content for the last yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And I, I, 
I don't know what kind of conversation Netflix has been having with uh, what's what's her name, uh, the family that that had Redwall that had the the the, the uh, Redwall Abbey Company. It's mm-hmm. the Jake's family estate. Yeah. yeah, and you know if they've referenced us at all, because mm. I'm sure that Netflix had to do some due diligence on the yeah, FD and I'm sure and that or, they had to hear kind of this. I'm I'm sure this question of like what is pre-existing in the market was part of their of course course. that would just be a standard question yeah um and they're like literally no one's in this space where we want to come in so they're like it's no big deal Mm -hmm. so i'd be i'd be very curious to see if if netflix how far their ambition is to whether they just want to create it from scratch and start clean or if they want to take up resources but so yeah those are those are interesting questions that are, I, I, that are yeah. just questions right now, but it, I don't know. From from me, just from a production side, um, it would if the shoe was on the other foot, it would behoove me not to reach out to those that, in a sense, have been engaging most recently on the IP. Yeah, hmm. I, honestly, like I would love to, and, and and I don't mean that just from a like because I want to own it, but because we love what, we love the IP. Well, like we, I want it. To we have love the, the integrity of it, yeah. and we want to make sure that that integrity. You know, we even mentioned that, I think, a little bit earlier in the podcast. Are they going to water it down yeah, to make right. it mainstream and mass produce and or, yeah. you know, how, how hardcore are they going to go? How deep well, in lore are they And you go? hear this in a lot of the fans who say things like, don't water it down. Um, and depending on, on kind of their angle, some people are very concerned that they'll take all the violence out of it right. and make it kind of like super whitewashed for family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're, they're concerned about that. Um, they're concerned that it'll, or, or the other hand. The other way. Yeah, the, the, that they'll make it all like, you know, Game of Thrones, like, yes, you know what I mean? Watership down, full frontal badger. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one, like, like, do it some other weird Netflix thing. Like, oh. they, people would, they're, so they're concerned about <laughs> Redwall with an MA rating. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, and I, you know, I don't know if these are true stories or not, but the stories that we've heard was that one of the reasons uh, Brian Jakes didn't work with movies in the past was because he really cared about the integrity of the story and everyone kept trying to make it into something it wasn't. Um, sort of like, uh, you know, seriously, one of his most famous comments about games was he didn't want a game to become, quote, splat the rat and turn it into some dumb, you know, and this, mm. remember, he's talking in the 80s where you've got like Super NES, right? Yeah, so right. that's all the technology there was. Right. And he just, he didn't want it to have that mm-hmm. feel. It was all platformers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so he was, he, he was famously concerned about this. Yeah. Um, much I get. And, and honestly, like, good for him. And how many times have you been just completely disappointed when they try to do a movie ad- adaptation of a book? Yeah. Right. Like, oh, the book was so Well, much the fun. other thing that's interesting, too, is, like, most games come after movies. Like, oh, yeah. as part of the IP, like, we're ahead of the movies. Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> a long ways. Going back to a different, you talk about IPs that got weird. Um, I think that, so this is now specifically a Christian IP. So I'm thinking about Chronicles of Narnia. When Walden did the first Line of the Witch in the Wardrobe, I think most believers really celebrated it. Like, like that was great. Good job. Then we get to Prince Caspian, and people are like, you took everything that made this thing live out of it. Like, you basically, you took all the Jesus out of it, mm-hmm. and you turned it into a, a stupid war, war movie. It was, and it was lame. Um, and I think Walden lost their loyal fan base, so that by the time Dawn Treader came out, which I thought was actually pretty good, um, they sort of like spoiled the soup. And, uh, and, and the believers weren't, weren't behind him anymore. And, uh, I, it's not the same thing of Redwall, of course, but you do have, I think a fan base that if you give them what they want to see, they'll watch 22 of your movies. They'll buy every one of them and every bed sheet and every, you know, t- 
know, pop can. They'll buy all of it um, as long as you treat them with the treat the IP with respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, uh, so that's some so thoughts. Keep thinking about that. If you're stewing on it. What do you think? How does it affect us, if at all? What's What's it mean for Soma Games? What's it mean for the Red Bull Lost Legends of Red Bull? Huh. All good stuff. We don't know the amount of good stuff, but it's all good stuff coming down the pipe. I don't know. For me personally, it's more of an intrinsic thing for studio and just the individuals that have been, you know, mm-hmm. at this for so long. A validation. Yeah. I feel I feel validated for the the faithfulness, the discipline, the hope that we've carried for so long through lots of adversity. And Neil, you and I were just discussing this. I mean, for the ambition and the amount of work that we've put in these projects, we've actually stayed pretty good outside of not doing too much crunch. Yeah. Considering the other things that we've been working on in yeah. tandem. Um, yeah. So it's just, it's really impressive how protected the studio has been, but yet how, you know, everybody is just, like I said, has been so faithful to, an IP for so long and then to now see it starting to really come into, for lack of a better term, the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know. I feel pride. That's <laughs> a great way to put it. Mm-hmm. The, there was a comment on the, on the thread the other day where it was a, is a person who had been following us for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she said, you know, like her response to the movie was, was basically skepticism, right? Like, and, and, and so her comment was so cool because she said something like, I always knew with the scout that you guys would do the property justice, but I just don't have any confidence in Netflix. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I was really blessed by that. I thought I was like, wow, thank you. That's, that's a super cool compliment. Um, and so I, I sure hope, and, and she's nowhere near alone of people who have mixed feelings. Like I sure hope this works out because I love this thing so much. Please don't screw it up, Netflix. Mm-hmm. I, I think I probably told you the letter. The very first letter we got was from a fan um, who said the same thing? Like, I really love Soma Games. Got this. I'm so glad Red Bull's going to get a, a, a thing. Don't screw this up. <laughs> yeah. It's like the sign off, right? Yep. Um, and you got so some weight. that, like, these the Red Bull fans love this thing in a in a way that's so personal. Um, I think they're the big winners of this announcement because I mean this this thing is like all, we have a bunch of content coming out this year, and if we can be like the bridge to when Netflix finally push produces mm, content, yeah. like. There, our community is going to get served with a lot of different ways to consume Redwall, and I, I think it's a win for them, yeah. not yeah. just us. Like um, to keep the interest in the IP like high across like all media, I think is pretty cool uh, for uh, for everyone. Yeah, I'd, I'd really agree with that. But it's really interesting that you're talking about the fans and just they're committed and they're just you know they're so really head down into this uh the lore and different things of that nature and we have so many people in the studio that are the same way and it reminds we do have a lot of fans you know and it's just not it's it's not like we're just playing lip service to it i mean we're method (laughs) (laughs) in this i'm i'm not necessarily and i'll be totally transparent on this because i mean i i came into into the projects you know somewhat late you guys had already been a few years into this stuff. And like uh, Aaron, our art director, yeah. we were having a conversation today in one of our meetings. And uh, again, talking about method and just how passionate and how um, understanding and knowledgeable team members are to this IP. You know, I, I showed her uh, I showed her one of the, the concepts of the Redwall Abbey gate. And, you know, uh, we're doing some really cool technology for one of our games. Um, spoiler, I'm not going to say it, but 
anyways, it's just really funny because there was all of this uh, foreground uh, trees and bushes and different things of that nature, which I thought visually was really cool. Added a lot of depth of field, gave it nice mood and everything. And Erin <laughs> comes up and she says, Mark, you can't do that. Like, what the hell are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> Look at this. This is, this is gorgeous. Open your eyes. And she's like, no, you don't understand. There's no trees around the, ga- the, the walls and everything of Redwall. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, because, you know, rats will, you know, climb up the trees and put a plank over the wall and invade. And so it's very specific in the story yeah. about how there's a clearing, almost like a fire break yeah. around, uh, around the, but I didn't, I didn't know that. I just put it in because it looked pretty. Right. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got corrected by a fan. <laughs> by a fan. <laughs> by yeah. a fan. Yeah. But that's the type of integrity I'm talking about. Mm the soul that we've been putting into this. We're really trying to honor that. When we started putting together the the art book for the Kickstarter thing, um, like the problem that we had is we have some thousands of pieces, you know, and they, and, and they have evolved over years of getting better and better and refining it. But you had to pick ones that tried to show some progression, but, you know, we had to go from several thousand pieces to what, probably 50 to 100 are in that book. <laughs> Um, and it is like in looking back, like how much research has gone into this and conversations like, do we want our animals to wear pants? Right. Was a conversation that we talked about for probably a month and a half. Um, and, and, and were they, were they going to walk on their heels or are they going to walk on their toes? Like had these long conversations about how to do this. And, and we really just came to love it and know this stuff. Um, and that's something I probably no one will ever see that, but it sure would. It sure was like our life for, for all these You know, it's probably people. good that I wasn't in those early meetings. I'd been like, okay, what's the easiest lift? Right. <laughs> what's going to cut scope? <laughs> what's going what's to cut scope? What's going to be budget You notice conscious? our characters don't walk on their toes. That's all you need <laughs> That's to right. know. Yeah, you preach, need Brandon. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's that was fun, yeah. though. Like That kind of stuff, I think that shows a love for the property that the fans yeah. appreciate. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, like, we don't want to make this a long podcast. It was something we just want to make sure that we are responding to it quickly. Um, my guess is that this news will continue to move through the next uh, year or two. Like, I don't know how long their production pipeline is, um, but I'm just looking forward to kind of riding this wave. That's how I feel probably more than anything, how this will affect us. So I feel like we're, we are in a perfect position to catch a wave, which if that's all it is, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that really puts us in a great spot. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe, the, maybe there's something else. I don't know, but that feels like a great place to be and I'm excited about it. So um, for, for for folks here who just are looking for this is the news, this is kind of our immediate reaction. Also check out the video on YouTube, and uh, and we'll go from there. So gentlemen, we'll uh, we'll call this good and talk to the next one. Thank you for joining us. This is just one offering from Soma Soulworks, a production of Soma Games. To learn more, check out somasoulworks.com, and we'd appreciate your support through Patreon.com/slash Soma Soulworks.